0: Welcome to the Sweet Sela Moments Podcast. We hope this little pause in your day refreshes and encourages you, friend. Let's take time to know God through His Word and love Him more and more. The Sweet Sila Moments Podcast is brought to you by Word Radio and Sweet Sela Ministries.
1: Welcome to Episode 32, friends. Today's title is Watch Your Mouth. Sharon, did you ever say that? As a kid.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, but oh my goodness, I have some friends that back in the day would say, watch your mouth, mister, (laughs) all the time. It was one of their favorite expressions. And it basically meant that their child was getting close to being disrespectful Mm. or perhaps saying (laughs) something that wasn't nice about somebody else. So I thought it was a fun title for today because all of us need to watch our mouths. Mm. And Proverbs, has a ton to say about it. Um, I am quite capable of saying things I don't want to, Nicole. Things that I never (laughs) thought would come out of my mouth have have emerged, and I can't take them back once Mm -hmm. they're said. So I bet you've had
1: some of those too. Yes. Sadly, I think that comes with the gift of gab. Yes, it (laughs) does. When words come out quickly, they're not always well thought out or what God wants us to say. Um, Learning to overcome this has taken years of God teaching me self-control to slow down my words and to make sure that they are worth saying. But I still say things I shouldn't, Sharon. So, (laughs) what does God have for us today on this topic? Because clearly I need all the help I can get. And
0: so do I. Well, we're mainly going to be in the Proverbs, but I want to start with a very stern warning from the book of James, mm. because James has quite a little bit to say about the mouth as well, and specifically the tongue. So if you could read for us James 3, 2, through just the beginning of verse 6, okay. I, think, I think it's going to help us in the, our beginning.
1: Yeah, it's a good tone? All right, James 3, starting at verse 2. Indeed, we all make many mistakes. For if we could control our tongues, we would be perfect and could also control ourselves in every other way. We can make a large horse go wherever we want by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a small rudder makes a huge ship turn wherever the pilot chooses to go, even though the winds are strong. In the same way, the tongue is a small thing that makes grand speeches. But a tiny spark can set a great forest on fire. And among all the parts of the body, the tongue is a flame of fire. It is a whole world of wickedness, corrupting your entire body. Well, James. Wow. He didn't pull any punches, did he? <laughs> no, he didn't. He doesn't. He's quite a fun writer.
0: But um, yeah. I think it's fascinating when you think about it. I mean, what percentage of our body is the tongue? Less than 1%, right? Pretty I mean, small. it's pretty small. Yeah. Um, and yet... James is absolutely right. The damage words can cause, which obviously is more than just the tongue, it's our vocal cords and stuff too, but (laughs) it's huge and it can be lifelong. It's so sad to think of how our casual words and our hurtful words have lasting consequences in Mm. others' lives. I remember... A terrible day in gym class when I was in high school. I was not the popular kid. I had braces, and I had a lot of acne, and I was really geeky. I mean, they called me brains. That's just what they called me. So um, this girl called me over. There was this like little group of popular girls sitting there, and she's like, Sharon, come here. And I'm like, what? They want me? They're talking to me? Yes. (laughs) I'm so shocked. So like a not-very-smart person... I walked over and I said, what is it? Like, wow, she's being nice. And she said, you wanna see something really ugly? And I I really didn't, but I said, (laughs) sure. So she took a mirror and she oh. put it up to my face and she said, now that's ugly. And they oh, all that's laughed.
1: horrible. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I feel so sorry for my high school I self. Too, yeah. <laughs> Especially then. That, that hurts so yeah. much at that age. It
0: took oh. a while to get over it. Thank the Lord. I have parents that love mm. me and built me up. And um, I had a God that I adored. Yeah. So that I, you know, I'm not like damaged for life. But, <laughs> but I also didn't feel very attractive right. after that oh for my quite gosh. a while. So
1: I know kids can be so cruel. They (laughs)
0: can't really can be mean.
1: (laughs) Well, when I was a kid, I had a whole group make up a song that rhymes with my name. (laughs) And they used to sing it to me. So that was fun. (laughs) It went Nicole the Mole. She looks like a troll. She drinks out of a toilet bowl. She lives in a hole. (laughs) There's unfortunately a lot of not so nice words that rhyme with Nicole. (laughs) And they found them all. They found evidently. them all. Yeah. So I went by yeah. Coley for a while. Did kind you of, really? <laughs> you were called Coley. Let's take a break. Yeah, my family yes, always like, called me Coley, and that was oh, much nicer. No that's mean. That's so sweet. But yeah, kids are mean.
0: <laughs> they are mean. And you and I both were blessed with good homes. For yeah. a child that doesn't get a lot of positive reinforcement at home.
1: Yeah. Those
0: words can can change a life negatively.
1: Yeah.
0: A whole life. You that's know, awful. it's so sad. Yeah. It really is. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> now that we've confessed our sadness from high school and childhood trauma. <laughs> yes. Let's turn to Proverbs. Mm. And that's where we're going to camp today and learn wisdom there about the tongue. We've divided it into three sections. First, we look at the overall principle that words matter. You know that saying, sticks and stones break your bones? well, you know what? Words hurt. Words mm, can break a heart. Absolutely, They can break a heart. So let's just read two verses from Proverbs to start with that illustrate this point. Although there are so many Proverbs <laughs> dealing with the tongue and mouth, you could write a book on them. So <laughs> I'm going to start with Proverbs 13, 3. Yeah. It says this, those who control their tongue will have a long life. Opening your mouth can ruin everything. Now, that's a big warning. Mm -hmm. And just like James being so emphatic about how this little tongue is like a forest fire, Solomon's basically saying the same thing. He's saying, this can ruin everything. Mm -hmm. If you do not learn to control your tongue, you can destroy a friendship. You can ruin uh, a marriage. Mm -hmm. You can um, even start a war, I betcha, just with the power of the mouth and the tongue. It's crazy. We really have to control our tongues.
1: Wow. Well, Proverbs 18:21 says more about the tongue and its terrible power. The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Um, it's amazing to see the power that the tongue actually holds. All of us as humans have been completely devastated by words or sent soaring in joy by what sounds that tongue can make. <laughs> it's a little terrifying the damage it can do and so quickly. We must strive for words of life. I don't want others to feel the death from words that I have felt in my life, so I need to be ever so cautious with my own words so don't cause that feeling in other people.
0: Amen. All right, then. Words matter. Mm. Words we say to strangers, words we say to family, friends, bosses, coworkers, they matter. We're going to look at two different kinds of verses. We're going to look at verses that talk about words that hurt. And then we're going to end by looking at verses that talk about words that help and heal. (laughs) So I need this lesson Mm. and I'm really excited about it. So, okay, we're going to start with words can hurt. Mm. Nicole, why don't you do our first verse?
1: All right. Proverbs 11 12 through 13 says, it is, um, it is foolish to belittle one's neighbor. A sensible person keeps quiet. A gossip goes around telling secrets, but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence. So I looked up the word belittle. belittle. <laughs> it means to make someone seem unimportant. And I think by doing that, we try to make ourselves feel more important. And that is certainly not how Jesus treats us. We should be looking to put the needs of others before ourselves to model how Jesus lived. And this, again, will bless us if we obey. Because it always gets out that you said something unkind and the trouble that you have yes. to get, get into to make it up to them and then if you say something bad about your neighbor you have to live next to your neighbor and you have mm-hmm. to deal with those consequences and it's awkward so god gives us this warning to give us just an easier life yes he does it's <laughs> actually
0: protection isn't it it is it yes. really is
1: so on to gossiping why is it so easy to do i know <laughs> it's such an awful use of our words and can be a terrible destroyer of friendships What a hurtful thing to do to a person that you love and value as a friend to spread a secret they told you in confidence. It's a horrible feeling to find out someone has done that, and I know I have hurt others in my life too by gossiping. Let's keep our mouths shut tight for this one. (laughs) Or if we have a genuine concern or issue with a friend or neighbor, tell them. We should aim for restoration, not gossiping behind their back to make ourselves feel better at their expense. I love the way you said that. We,
0: we should always aim for restoration. Mm. Gossip tears down. If there's something that they've done that is wrong, we go to them yeah. and we go to them with love. So. And that
1: stops a lot of gossip, I think. Am I saying this because I just want to kind of spread something juicy or is this actually going to benefit them to change exactly. as a person? Exactly. And normally when you talk to the person themselves, you realize <laughs> that you've
0: misunderstood half of it anyways. Yep. And what you thought you saw wasn't exactly what you saw. Right. So that's so true, so Mm. often. So Okay, so number one, words can hurt by belittling and gossiping Mm. about others. And that's one way they can, and we don't want to do it. (laughs) Okay, number two, words can hurt by creating anger in others and starting quarrels. Mm. So I'm going to read from Proverbs 15.1. It says, A gentle answer deflects anger. But harsh words make tempers flare. Oof, and boy, true. is that the truth. <laughs> when you're around somebody that's mad, you get mad just, I don't know, you, it's almost like you can catch it like the flu, yeah. isn't it? Oh yeah, you walk in the room and you just get all flared got up. The, <laughs> yeah, there's, there's just this aggressiveness about anger that makes you want to be aggressive back. So mm. harsh words stir it up. And I, oh my word, I was just not ready to be the mother of teenagers. <laughs>
1: Let me tell you. Has <laughs> anyone ever?
0: Oh, my. <laughs> because honestly, my my perfect girls from mm. like four to twelve. Yeah. Just yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Oh. oh. I had them just so well trained. I was so proud of myself. <laughs> and then they actually became independent and started thinking for themselves. <laughs> and and they noticed that I wasn't perhaps as perfect as I'd led them to believe. <laughs> and when they saw where my character was not necessarily reflecting what I was teaching them. Mm. You know, which is a, was a good thing for my character in the end. Um, <laughs> they were a little less yes-man-ish. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we had some we had some knockdown drag-out,
1: mm.
0: nasty-worded fights that just escalated and escalated. And one day, Mary said to me, and I think I've shared this before. I don't remember if I have on a podcast or not, but it, is, it stands out in my mind. <laughs> she said, you know, Mom, when I reach your age, I surely hope I am more mature <gasps> than you are now. Oh, wow. Oh, baby. Yeah. Wow. And um, I didn't have the maturity to say nicely, honey, I hope you are too. I was like, not I my hope you are too, but I <laughs> doubt it if you have a child like you. <laughs> <laughs> so we just kept going round and round and oh, round yeah. with it. So, okay, words can hurt <laughs> by creating yes. anger in others and starting quarrels. Is that mm. what we want to do? Is that what I wanted in my home, a home full of no. quarrels? No, but that's what I created by letting harsh words stir it up and not being the
1: mature one. Mm. Hello, Sharon. That's so And stopping it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Your turn. Oh, we're, uh, number three, words can hurt by creating trouble and destruction. Proverbs 16, 27 through 28 says, Scoundrels create trouble. Their words are a destructive blaze. A troublemaker plants seeds of strife gossip separates the best of friends. Mm-hmm. There's that gossip again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. I think God knows how prone we are to it and warns us several times just in case we miss it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the phrase destructive blaze just seems to fit our current political world. Doesn't yeah. it feel like that's, it just seems like the more people get up and speak these empty and thoughtless words, more anger and destruction blazes up. I have heard very few people that seem to genuinely seek understanding and harmony between sides. And it seems that they just love to create trouble.
0: So true. If okay. we could just think and filter what's in our mind before yes. it comes out of our mouths, mm-hmm. if we could watch our mouths. <laughs> Not react
1: out of that flesh My and that anger. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. It can be so destructive. <laughs> yeah. So, well, number four, words can hurt because they are outright lies. Mm. Proverbs 25, 18 says, telling lies about others is as harmful as hitting them with an axe, wow. wounding them with a sword, or shooting them with a sharp arrow. And that is true. And you know, as I was mm. kind of thinking through, you know, what's a real life example of that? Mm. I The thought of the racial inequity we have had mm. in our system, and the number of black men that have been put in prison for things they did not do. I just Googled it this morning, Nicole, because I was curious. I came up with three, like instantly. Ronnie Long, 44 years for rape he did not commit. Oh my goodness. Malcolm Alexander, 38 years. DNA proved him innocent. 38 years because lies. Oh wow. And then a Joseph Hicks for 19 years.
1: That's so Lies,
0: are wicked and Mm -hmm. they can hurt like a sword Mm -hmm. and we have to even if we think a little lie wouldn't you know cause as much damage words can hurt people and when we lie about them we defame them Mm -hmm. and um we smirch them we smirch them and we ruin their reputations it's a it's a horrible thing that's another way words can hurt so yeah
1: and you mean you can ruin someone's life especially if they're in prison for all their lives like you can ruin their life a little lie yes yeah Watch for lies. Yes. (laughs) Oh, number five. Words can hurt if they are badly timed. Proverbs 27, 14 says, A loud and cheerful greeting early in the morning will be taken as a curse. (laughs) I love this one. This one makes me laugh. I'm always shushing my kids early in the morning. Usually it's because like the puppy or the kid, a kiddo is still sleeping, and I really enjoy the quiet. Mm-hmm. As I make my coffee and my brain wakes up, and when they are too perky and chatty and loud, it just grates on my nerves. <laughs> so the lesson here, be gentle with us night owls in the morning, all you bright early birds. We will not be able to appreciate your thoughtful and boisterous well wishes that early. <laughs> Save them for after coffee. We will savor them more. <laughs> But seriously, we can have such good intentions but be super insensitive to people and their needs. Sometimes we just want to get something out or get it off our chest or feel like we need to say it and it's mm-hmm. not the right time for them to receive True. it. So we need to be really careful and aware of the timing of our words as well. Absolutely. I happen to be one of those annoying early birds. <laughs> Ray,
0: had to, Ray had to retrain me and I'll never forget, I lived in we lived in a duplex um, when we were first married and, and this woman named Cheryl lived next door to me and I convinced her to go to Sunrise so- service with me oh, funny. with many words because yeah. I always had many. Oh, Cheryl, <laughs> it's so glorious to be there as the sun rises. And right. she's just looking at me deadpan and she says, I will go with you. But if you so much as sound like that in the morning or even smile at me, I will tear your eyeballs out. <laughs> Which she would not have done. Cheryl was a nice woman. I'm not defaming her. But she made her point. It was like, you know what, Sharon? Yeah. I can't handle perky. You yeah. want me to come. i get it. to cannot do that. into the That's of the world. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so even that can be oh, hurtful when yes. we perky people. Um, and, you know, perky people can be hurtful, too, if somebody's hurting. Mm. We really do need to watch timing. You're right. Yeah. Um, we can say hurtful things to someone who's suffering by, you know, maybe trying to cheer them up too fast. Yes,
1: like rush you them to I mean? the pain. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I've been so, guilty of that many times. Oh, boy.
0: So, all right, then. Lots of ways we can hurt others <laughs> with our tongues. Lying, gossip, belittling, stirring up anger, starting quarrels, stirring up trouble, or, or even just being annoying by being <laughs> loud and sensitive to people. That tiny tongue can do big and cruel things. Well, I, I am really ready to turn to how it can help.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's
0: do that. Proverbs twelve eighteen assures us that the words of the wise bring healing. Mm. Oh, Nicole, I mm. want to be wise. I want my words to heal, yes. to help so much. So let's dive into the next section. And now that we know what not to do. Yes.
1: Let's figure out what to do. You can't be, be silent all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We've exactly. tried. It
1: doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: here are some principles um, that we kind of found from these proverbs that mm. we hope help everybody that's listening. Yeah. Principle number one, words help when they encourage. Mm-hmm. Proverbs ten twenty one says, the words of the godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. Mm-hmm. You know, I was recently so encouraged by um, a group of people that pray for Sweet Seal and Ministries. Mm-hmm. They, I, I give a monthly prayer letter out asking for how they can pray for our ministry. Yeah. And several of them were, were like, we need, we need more details. Could you give us a oh. weekly prayer letter? <laughs> wow. <laughs> because, you know, the, it's too vague for a month. We want to know when you're going to be in the radio studio taping a podcast, right. that kind of thing. That was such an encouragement to me because what it said was people aren't getting these prayer letters and just saying, oh, that's nice, and, right. you know, putting them in the delete file. Right? They're actually, actually praying. praying yeah. In fact, they're praying so much that they want to pray more.
1: Wow! What a
0: humbling, sweet, sweet thing. Yeah. And it, it not only encouraged me to know they were praying, mm. but it encouraged me to, to dare to be specific and mm. to ask more specifically for prayer, because really, God works through prayer.
1: Absolutely. So. Wow, that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: that's just a very recent example of how um, words encourage, and that's one that way they can help.
1: Yeah, your turn. Number two, words help when they are gentle. <clears throat> Proverbs 15, one, a gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. This rings so true in my family. I think in most <laughs> families, actually. Yes. <laughs> um, with both my husband and my children, um, how I respond to them can cause an eruption of tempers and angry words, or I can completely diffuse a situation if I'm gentle. It's amazing. I pray daily that God helps me to be a diffuser of anger in my home and not the fuel for it. Oh, I love because, because I'm I like usually you the senate, yeah, like <laughs> the diffuser, <laughs> not the fuel. That's yeah. beautiful.
0: Yeah, I memorized that one when the girls were teens mm. because that that verse, um, "Gentle answer turneth away wrath, yes. but a harsh word stirreth up anger." I had it in the old King James, but <laughs> I, you know what I did? I would yeah. recite it before I spoke.
1: That's a really good a, a idea. A teenager
0: would say something to me that. You know, I mean I thought everything was disrespectful back then. I really wasn't nice to them. I thought they were still seven.
1: I know. They were older. I needed
0: it. to treat them more as adults, but yeah. I didn't. So <laughs> they'd say something that they would probably even mean innocently. Right. That I would flare at and and if I would recite Proverbs 15.1 15, yeah. first. A gentle answer turneth away wrath. A harsh word stirreth up anger. Just reciting it before mm. I spoke help me answer gently.
1: That's a good idea. Yeah, I should so start good. practicing that now because it's. I still flare at my little kids and they're in the little stages. But when they're teenagers, they are more pointed with their words. They know how oh, to get to they're you. They're you know
0: very, very mean? smart. Yes. Yes. yes, they know
1: what things to say to really get you angry yeah. and start yeah. that flare. So I think we have to be doubly on our guard as they get older. Right. Just right. you know, and then gentle them,
0: and yeah. then they'll be gentle on this back. That's true. I have this we beautiful picture it. of a home without that, and I'm sure some people managed it <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> There's a gentle home (laughs) with gentle children. Yes. (laughs) Okay, then. All Uh, right. So words help when they're gentle. Number three, (laughs) words help when they can persuade someone to do good. Proverbs 16.23 says, From a wise mind comes wise speech. The words of the wise are persuasive. Mm. Oh, what a joy when we can persuade someone to seek counsel, perhaps, Mm. when they're struggling with something instead of just giving Mm -hmm. up with it. Or um, when we can persuade someone to look at something from a different perspective. Mm. I can remember a dear friend named Laura when um, Ray and I were first married, who whenever I would whine and complain (laughs) about him, would um, persuade me to think about it from his perspective. And she did so much good for me because an awful lot of the time, if I looked back on whatever situation it was, I had contributed. Mm -hmm. You know, I always felt so innocent at first, but don't we though?
1: (laughs) Yeah, also wrong, <laughs> you know.
0: But then I would say, oh, I see how mm. X, Y, or Z might have, you know, rubbed him completely the wrong way. Um, and that doesn't mean maybe what he did was completely right either, but she right. persuaded me to sort of back off my high horse a bit. Right. right. Step so back good. and look at it. Yeah.
1: That's great. So We're words when they do
0: that are wonderful. Yeah. Persuade you to do good and not mm. evil. Yeah. That's
1: good. Yeah. Um, Number four, words actually bring health and sweetness when they are kind. Proverbs 16, 24, kind words are like honey. Sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. Mm -hmm. It's really nice to hear how words can be used for good. (laughs) Yes. I noticed the end results of these verses most strongly in children. Um, They don't hide their feelings very well. And when we are kind and speak words of life and encouragement to kiddos, I swear you can see them bloom before you. Their little faces just light up and they so treasure sweet words. I know we all do, but I love to see the effect on children. They don't try to hide that like elation, you know? (laughs) Mm And for me personally, when Josh or one of my close friends has encouraged me, it has had a healing effect on maybe a past wound or insecurity that I had. Um, It's such a beautiful gift that we can give to others, the gift of healing words. It's a wonderful thing. And I think
0: one reason I survived the ugly words said about me being ugly was that my parents spoke so many healing words to me.
1: Right. To counteract that right away. It really helped. Yeah. It really did. That's so
0: great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number five. Sometimes, what helps and heals is no words at all. Mm-hmm. How interesting is that? Mm-hmm. Proverbs eleven thirteen says, a gossip goes around telling secrets. <laughs> gossip, gossip, gossip. I know. Oh my goodness, <laughs> I just did a whole that. podcast on gossiping. <laughs> <laughs> but, and here's the part we're dealing with today, yeah. <laughs> but those who are trustworthy can keep a confidence, mm-hmm. which is just lovely. And I I want to be that safe place where mm. people can unload and tell me things. I, for some reason, I, many women over the years have um, felt I was a safe place to talk about previous sexual abuse. Oh, wow, I, I'm not sure why, Yeah. Um, but I have a, a whole lot of horrible <laughs> stories in my mind that I feel honored mm. to have mm. because some of them for the very first time ever spoke hard words out loud. And that in itself, being able to unload something that seems so terrible and so Mm. secret to someone you trust, actually takes away from the burden of carrying that secret. And so I have always felt very honored Mm. by that, that I could help lift the load of a dark, dark secret oh, that yeah. needed to be lifted. Oh, but that only funny. happens if you are trustworthy mm-hmm. and can keep a confidence because man can you damage oh, if someone yes. trusts you with something of that yeah. nature and then you go and tell it. Mm, so devastating. Um, that's a good goal to try to be in a place. Um
1: where people trust you. Where with people their, trust you. Yeah. With their
0: deepest, hardest things. Yeah. And then to not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Just not talk about it. Yep. So,
1: yeah. Well, yep. and in sharing that, they become lighter. And it doesn't transfer that ugly, dark secret or burden onto us fully. It's a shared load. And so yes. you both come away a little bit lighter. Even though you do have their, their awful story in your head, mm-hmm. it's still, God uses it as a, I don't know, there's just a blessing in sharing each other's burden. There is
0: such a blessing. Yeah. And it loses its power. Over it you. Does. When you tell a secret to yeah. the to the right person. Right, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Find um, the right person. <laughs> it loses
0: its power. Because Satan loves to keep us in bondage. It and does. as long as that secret yeah. is dark, it's mm-hmm. bigger. And, and when it's spoken, it gets smaller.
1: It does. It loses it its Absolutely power,
0: really. loses its punch. Mm-hmm. Especially if the person you're telling it to doesn't turn from you and recoil and just says, ow
1: and mm-hmm. walks with
0: you through it. So, right. and that's why sometimes it's the counselor is the best person, yeah, which absolutely. I am not. <laughs> so, you know, I sometimes worry that I don't respond correctly, yeah. but I do my best. Yeah. And I've, I, I thank people and say thank you for trusting me with this. Yeah. That
1: really is yeah. a big deal. And people yeah. tell you their secrets. Yeah, so it it's is. an honor. It's a neat thing. Yep, it really indeed. is.
0: Well, we're going to end with a verse that is another great one to memorize. Mm, yes. And again, we're stepping out of Proverbs for it. I think it's fascinating that the mouth is uh, so noteworthy that all over the Bible, <laughs>
1: beginning, middle, the end.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm going to read it for us. It's Ephesians 4.29. It's very clear. Mm-hmm. Like all of these have been. they are all been clear. Have they? Very
1: clear. clear. There's been no clear. gray area with these. nope, nope, nope. No. <laughs>
0: Don't use foul (laughs) or abusive language. And there's Mm -hmm. words hurting again. The words can be abusive. Instead, let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement Mm.
1: to those
0: who hear them. Isn't that a great, great advice and something to memorize? Absolutely. It
1: really is. I love the ending. Be an encouragement to those who hear them. Because mm. that's not what we want to be. We don't want to be that person you see and like, oh, it's that person. <laughs> right. It always discourages me. But, oh, be excited to be seen. Like, oh, they're going to say something that's going to help yes. me out. Yes. Say yes. encouraging words. And even if it's a, a
0: criticism, you can say mm. something someone needs to hear with encouragement. Right. Or you can say it in such a way that they feel so beaten down that they can't possibly make the change you think they should. Right. right. It, it's all in whether you're for them or not. I think that's what it yeah. boils down to. If you are for somebody and you love them, then even if you have to share a hard truth with them, mm. they can hear and feel that love and right. they can be encouraged that you believe they can change. Exactly. You know? And that yeah. that you think they're worth talking to about yeah. it. So, it's not always that every word has to be um, so sweet that you never speak truth, right? You know, that's that's not helpful either. (laughs) So anyways, I think that's a great one to end on today. And I am going to close this in prayer, actually using this verse as our prayer. I love scripture praying. So we're going to scripture pray today with this verse. So heavenly father, first of all, would you please forgive us Mm -hmm. when we use foul or abusive language? Forgive us when our tempers or um, maybe our thoughts of what we think would sound cool or funny make us say ugly words. Lord, forgive us, and thank you that you do. And instead, Father, would you help us to remember that everything we say should be good, something that we want you to hear us saying. It should be helpful, and it should be a word that encourages those who hear them. Father, this week, would you help us watch our mouths? Mm. Help us to give words that help and words that heal. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
1: Amen. Well, I am all set now to go home and focus on healing words with my children. Sharon, I expect you're ready to do the same with Ray. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We hope each of you who are listening have great success this week as you seek the Lord, asking Him to open and close your mouth appropriately. This is a lesson I think it takes a lifetime to learn. Next week, we finish our series on Proverbs with a look at that infamous, famous passage in Proverbs 31 and other related Proverbs on being a wife. We've called next week's episode The Good Wife. Join us, friends, for a grand discussion on marriage and wifing. Until then, we love comments and reviews and donations, so help us out, please. You can find us at sweetseela.org slash podcast and you can donate at sweetseela.org slash donations. Have a wonderful week filled with words that heal. God bless you.
0: We are so glad you stopped for a while with us. Sweet Seela Moments is a cooperative production of Word Radio and Sweet Seela Ministries. More information about this podcast, including show notes, can be found at sweetseela.org and at wordradio.net.